welcome to another episode of the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George, and I'm here with my co-host, a man whose red barchetta just drove off into the sunset, Dr. Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, George. Some might ask, why? Why Z? Well, I know there's a story here. We'll get we'll get to the main part of uh, this uh, podcast in a minute. But why don't you uh, tell the audience that you finally sold your Rush pinball? Didn't take you too long. And given, or I'll forget, did you see how many of those were for sale on Pinside? I kind of lost count at one point. How many was the last It count? was well above 20. And then I went out and looked because there's a run on Guns N' Roses too. They are People are just unloading these games left and right. And I'm wondering why. I'll tell you why. They're sick of hearing the same music over and over and over again from the same band. It's a music pin. They're good for a little while. You get sick of it. Move it along. It's so great because now I can actually play some Rush music again and not being sick of it myself. So... That's why. I think people are just sick of music pins. Right, but it. I think we talked about this in our last episode. Did the game win those awards when we recorded last? I was so happy it won the award, and then right after that, that's when <laughs> the game the sold. Call. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you for the marketing So, so I think we talked about <laughs> that the game was going to be up for an award. Yeah, I was... But I don't think it had... I ha- was like, oh, goody. <laughs> <laughs> so, where, so where did the game end up and was it somebody who was a rush fan a pinball fan both he uh somebody you knew before nope this guy no i had an ad on pin side and i got some i got some tire kickers i got some you want to trade this and this for that and go no you want to do this trade meal cash and go well, maybe it's like no i just i have enough games i just want to get cash i i just want to basically break even with the game with what i pay for the game and the parts I put into it, all the mods I did to it, I put like a, a thousand bucks worth of parts into it. Never mind my labor, I kind of threw it for free. What was the list price of the game? List price for the game was 12, right around 12K. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to kind of, I wanted to get that back and then some if I could. So I had like a, I had like a 13.5 price tag on it at one point. And, you know, a lot of people were biting on that. I went down to like a 12.5 and a little more action on it. But it still wasn't that great. So I put it back up to 13.5 again. So I'm just going to wait. I don't care. And uh, still nobody, a couple of people on pin side, but some, but you know, the collector community, they they don't want to pay up for anything you did. They just want to get, right. you know, get it for a dollar. Well, everybody wants a, a bargain. They get it for a buck and they, you know, just one, Everybody one, wants a bargain. One dollar. That's what they want to pay. So <laughs> it's more than one dollar. So they do want to bargain, but it's, it's the wrong place to sell a game like that. So so basically, I, I had it on my YouTube channel as well, and then someone saw the YouTube channel, and that's how they contacted me, because I basically wanted to, um, if I sold it through Pinside, I definitely wanted to pin side their due, because that's what it says. If you sell on Pinside, yeah, they you, want some you money. owe us some money. Granted, fine, no problem. Right, well, so they I, gave you the platform. So, I mean, you right. got to kick back. I will. If it sold in Pinside, right. it did not sell. It sold to my YouTube channel. I said, how did you hear about this game? On your YouTube channel. Did you Great. pitch it for sale? Yeah, the YouTube channel I did. Sure Oh, I did. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it said for sale. Is that the only video? I, I don't go and watch, sorry. Was that, You don't watch <laughs> don't, my YouTube channel? How no, dare you? I don't. It's I, I, I have watched. I have watched. Don't ask me what game, but I have watched. Um... 
You said but you, did you have more than one video out there? Or was a, that the a, only a rush? Yeah. That's the only rush one. I only okay, do, okay, I only do okay, one per okay, game. Okay. Yeah, one game. That's, okay. that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't put one out early on is what I'm getting at. No. You, you didn't put it out until no. you were ready to sell it. Until I was ready to sell it. Until I was ready to say... Actually, you know what I did? I Before I actually was going to take it down, because I had it in the, in the showroom, my game room, it was like a like an albatross there sitting this big massive game standing and then you have these classic games next to it it's like this doesn't look right there i just don't like it there i just i don't really play well, it well last time i was there when we recorded our blockbuster show thank you old and new listeners um what was it doctor who or marathon 3 hour and 35 or 40 minute show which i thought who was... done it not doctor who who done oh, it oh what did i say <laughs> he's Do- a doctor who maybe it's doctor who done it that's yeah, a new, new game. anyway yeah, who done it? Yeah, thank you, everybody. It was great. I mean, the I numbers love, were really strong, and I thought nobody it. was going to listen because we were so verbose. But I knew they would. I knew they would. We we had we captured lightning in a bottle on that episode. Right. We were on fire. And uh, today we're not at Dave's house. Actually, we're recording from my kitchen. And if you hear the rumbling of an appliance in the background, it's because the dishwasher is on. So. Sorry about the ambient noise. I'm guessing we'll be loud enough where you won't hear it. We have a new microphone, George, for season three. But Dave got <laughs> here actually a little early today. He was a little west of here repairing a pinball game. And, a pinball game. Listen to me. <laughs> oh my God. I, I haven't done this in a while, man. I, I got to come. I got to I gotta get a grip. Where's the real George? What are you uh, doing with him? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Um, we tried to do this last week, a week ago. We're recording today is, what, the 25th of February? So last time we recorded was a month ago, January 25th. Oh, what are the odds of that? That's pretty good. Right. Well, we've been... Hasn't been, a lot, hasn't, hasn't been a lot of stuff going on in the world of pinball, unless you're in need of talking about James Bond no. or Keith Elwin no. or the no. $20,000 pinball machine. Don't, don't care. No. I got my own pinball world going on that's much more exciting. Classic you, games. Do you, do you know... I, I had this from the last show and I forgot to say it. Do you know where the character name James Bond came from? The character name James Bond. Well, I know the original writer, uh, Broccoli or whoever it was, wrote books Ian about Fleming. That. Yeah, that guy. Ian Fleming, yeah. <laughs> But, but James Broccoli or whatever, he's the one that was involved too with making the movies. But yeah, Ian Fleming, he wrote, and I guess he was actually James Bond. He was actually, no, he wasn't. I thought he was actually the covert. Uh, he's on some island in the Caribbean, and there's an ornithologist at the island, and his name was James Bond. And he thought it was a great name, so he named the character of all his books James Bond. His word is his Bond. So there you go. Anyway. What is an ornithologist? Somebody who studies birds. I have another bird story. Oh, okay. Do you want to hear another bird story? I'd love to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they heard the stories about my parrot neighbor, right? Oh, that, yes. Right? Yes, yes. So. Squawky. Right. (laughs) Can I have another name for him? Anyway. Birdman next door. So this one caught my eye in the news recently. Guy is in his house and he's smelling something rotten. 
and he can't figure it out. So he calls in an exterminator and says, I think there's something dead in the wall. So the exterminator comes and says, you know, I, I have to cut a hole in the wall to take a look inside and see if, you know, somebody's living in there. Or dying in there. Right. Either or. Well, it could have been. Anyway, we're not, we won't go into the sure. specifics. So the guy cuts a hole through the drywall and out pours acorns. As many acorns as you could possibly imagine. Jackpot. Guy exterminator goes outside and looks up under the eave and he sees two holes. This was out west, I think in California. Hmm. There's a woodpecker called an acorn woodpecker who knew i didn't know if you go out on the google machine and put in images for the uh, acorn woodpecker you'll see these trees that have been you know basically delaminated sure. all the bark off it and holes stuffed with acorns these stupid birds not so stupid <laughs> plucked a hole in the side of this guy's house and started filling the wall with Acorns. So probably the seven hundred pounds worth of acorns. I saw the picture online. Okay, so this bird, what he wants to do in nature is make a hole and put one acorn in the hole no, and go on. No, no, no. In nature, he multiple acorns. He wants like, to put a whole bunch in a, in a, in a piece of wood. You got to you got to look at the picture. Okay. So when you to, see this tree, you know it looks like a tree stump, but there's no bark on it, and there's. Holes everywhere, and they're stuffed overflowing with acorns coming out of it. So this crazy bird right. made the hole in the side of the house. It must have been no insulation. Right. Or, you know, it's California. Well, it Again, now. I don't know what the building codes are there, and I don't care. Yeah. It filled the wall up with acorns. I'm just wondering if the little birdie was saying, hey, I just put one in here, and it fell, it fell through. i got to put another one in here to stop this hole up. And Because a tree, you'd figure you throw one in there, and you'd be done. There's no inside wall cavity to throw an acorn in. So we'd probably say, oh, I'm not done yet. i got to keep doing until right, I can't well, put any more Right, well, he sees that he can't stuff any more in. He makes another done. hole and he puts oh, another hole. Oh, more, okay. But this <laughs> hole, he just, you know, he's, you know, the dumb bird. He's like, hey, it's not filled up yet. Let's just keep putting it in. At some point in time, you'd think the bird brain would say, hey, you know, where are all these things going? How am I going to get them out of here? Very small brain. I have a buddy, my buddy Jim, down on the Cape. And we were talking. He's got a natural shake home. He goes, oh, yeah, I've had woodpeckers peck through the shakes, but not through the plywood behind the shakes. Hmm. He goes, oh, yeah, they destroyed they destroyed this whole one spot on his house. Pecked through. How do you stop them? I think people put wire or okay. some kind of mesh, but, hmm. you know, he's got a whole natural shake house. I mean, they must think it's like a bare tree and like, hey, that's a good spot. Let's go make a hole there. And then they finally give up because they can't get through the plywood. I'm guessing, but they were successful. I guess acorn woodpeckers are a little bit I know it could solve more handy than woodpeckers here on the East Coast. I know it could solve the problem. Pellet gun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that or a large cat. <laughs> yes. He was just yeah. telling me. He said, he goes, you know what? They are in our neighborhood. Fisher cats. Mm. You know what that is? Not, it doesn't look like a cat. It's like a raccoon. No, a ra it looks like a cat. Okay. It but looks like, a, angry, as, angry as, my, as my wife calls it, the cat lion. Okay. It kind of looks kind of like looks like a bobcat, but not really. Kind of fierce. Yeah, you don't want to tangle yeah. with them. Hmm. Well, we think, didn't we talk about this with the horse across the street from me? 
getting busting out of the the stable over there no. because a fisher cat got in with them. There's two horses yeah. that are enclosed. Yeah, the horses stomp it. No, the f- horses freaked out. Did I never showed you no. that video of the oh. horse running across the front yard of my neighbor across you, the street? You had 1883 going on here, George. Awesome. I got all kind of, That's cool. Uh, okay, en- enough of the animal talk. I, I, I like the woodpecker story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like the horse story, too. Dave is here in the neighborhood. Yes. Because he was west of here repairing a pinball machine. And you told me it's a lethal weapon. Lethal, so... we- lethal weapon three, a nineteen early nineteen nineties Data East, which is kind of like early modern Stern, kind of a, sort of Stern ish, Stern Generation One of Are their parts. Hard to come by. No, they're kind of like they're kind of like a like a t- the year two thousand kind of Stern and their flipper stuff, and it's it's, sim- it's kind of similar to the modern Stern stuff. So what was wrong with? Oh boy, <laughs> what was wrong? I got the I got a call from this guy. I felt really bad for him. He, he's out of my service here. This this he was like almost almost two hours away. He's forty five minutes west of here. Yeah, he's like northwest of here. Yeah. No, I know where he is. Yeah, he's he's up it's there. It's rural. It's rural. And but I felt bad. He's, he he called me up and it almost sounded like he was drunk. And he goes, you know, I'm not drunk. I don't. It's like okay, I you know he had he had a brain injury and he had some medical issues and all kind of stuff and he. His wife, for years, and his wife, he's trying to relearn things and kind of get his brain back. And he says he's puzzles he does. But his, his wife, bless her heart, wanted to buy him a pinball machine so that he could um, uh, work with that for hand-eye coordination. So This sounds like the Eric Stone story. It is? What's yeah, that? the parents bought him. Oh, the... yeah, yeah, when he was, like, young, right? right. Well, Eric didn't have a brain problem you know well some people may differ <laughs> these days but we'll, we'll leave that alone <laughs> some haters may have differ maybe that now one. he'll contact <laughs> yeah, maybe now he will <laughs> wake up eric where are you <laughs> we'll just poke him we'll poke him a little bit poke him. <laughs> see if he's awake Sorry. so that's okay so uh i felt bad for him and, and, and he said well she bought this game and you know she paid all this money for it and she paid she paid forty five hundred dollars for a limping lethal weapon three that wasn't really gone through, really, at least, you know. And it's had flipper problems from day one. The flippers would work for about a couple of days and stop. And this person, who was, who was a tech... Um, oh, somebody a, else had repaired, who supposedly? Sold, who sold, sold it. And, oh, sold it. And, and repaired ooh, it. And charged him every, every time the person went up there. 200 bucks a pop. Ooh. And st- didn't quite... Still would fail and fail and fail. And, the, and finally the customer said, hey, I, we, we want to sell this game back to you. He said, no, once it's yours, it's it's yours. It's not mine anymore. So then after a while, didn't pick up his phone calls anymore. Didn't return phone calls. This tech person was done. Sales slash tech person was done. So uh, called me and I said, well... I, so I said, okay. It's, it's something, it's something simple. It sounds like it's... You know, your flipper... It, basically, his, his real problem was... The flipper would flutter a little bit in the left side and then die and intermittently work and not work. And it just couldn't play the game. The flippers would die spontaneously or, you know, just not work right. You couldn't play a game reliably. It's just very irritating. So um, I said, okay, it's probably in the stroke switch problem. It's, it's not making or it's breaking, but I figured this other tech... Does it have a simple flipper switch or a multi-layered flipper switch? It's a good I. question. I.e., is it like a... What would have a simple like Harlem Globetrotters would have a simple flipper switch 
on the right side or a Matahari, a simple flipper switch, yeah. where the more complex would be the multi-switch for like a skateball with two flippers on one side or Sim a... Simple because it only has two flippers in the game. Right. And not complex like a modern game with optos. A lot of the modern games in the 90s use an opto circuit. So you'd have a... When you hit the flipper, you're not hitting uh, two pieces of uh, a leaf switch and two pieces of metal contacting. You're hitting a plastic bar that makes or breaks this opti optical circuit on a modern game. So it's off or on. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. So that's an opt. Those are the new ones. That's all the new 90s stuff. And I think even... Even the new stuff I think, today? I think the new stuff today, too. Like your Rush had that? Oh, not that you played with the flipper switches. With the flipper I'm not sure. I, cause I didn't play with them, so I didn't really recall that. I would think so, but I know the '90s ones did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. You don't remember. have a lot of flipper switch problems, I'm guessing. I, on not on game. the modern ones, no. Okay. No, but the older ones, yeah. So that's why I probably don't really recognize. I'm, I'm sure they do, but you know, someone out okay. there, I'm sure, someone's yelling at the freaking speaker right now. Hey, listen, dummy. Of course, it's this. Yeah, yeah look, this is. I know, guys. I get if it. we have to explain <laughs> this, well, we do probably to our newer, our newer listeners, because look. We don't have gobs of notes here. You know, this is all off the cuff. We we're not. There's. I have some notes, but I don't fly by seat of pants. I don't know what Dave's going to say, and Dave doesn't know what I'm going to say. Right, exactly. So, so I go into this thing, say, okay, I'm going to study up and see what it because this other person in the tech was, you know, reputation fairly decent tech. And so it's like they probably did these things and they had to do something to fix it. They didn't want to go back to all all the time, even though they got paid every time. Well. It gets old. Forget it. it. Gets, yeah. So you don't want to go. Back. I don't want to go. There. You yeah. never want. To I don't ever want to go back. So I want to make sure this thing's right. So I went up there and I said, "Okay, I'm going to buy." I I knew this game was a one of the first solid state flipper games that Data East made, meaning that it's like a Fliptronics board. So they use like a uh, you know uh, low voltage thing, low amperage thing for the flippers to work. It's more of an electrical uh, like a uh, circuit board making the flipper go versus a real. Uh, your flipper on your on your power play in a ballet game, that thing is making your flipper go pretty much directly. You know, it's like almost direct one to one. These modern games, it goes through some circuitry and then it comes back and it makes your flipper go. So it has to go around a little trail first and then come back and make the flipper go. So a little more complex. So I said, okay, I bet you I've had that board go bad before. A different game of Star Wars I worked on for the time frame. So I'm going to buy that board, have it on me, and. Uh, Go with that. I'll go with uh, you know all of the stern stuff I had, all the flipper stuff I had, some connectors. I, I basically packed the car full of everything I can think of. It's going to fix this problem. Went up there, looked at it. I'm thinking end of stroke switch. Oh, it's going to be end of stroke switch. I look at the I look at the flippers. There are no end of stroke switches on this game. So it's like okay, rats. That ain't going to fix it. Okay. Next, let's look at okay. How about the flipper buttons? Well, the tech before me put in some brand new tungsten. Flipper switches, brand new. Those are nice and shiny. Uh, the person even had a, was troubleshooting and tell because they put solder on it because maybe it was a little bit the the press fitted um, tungsten contact maybe it was loose on there so they kind of soldered in better so they had a better contact and not loosey goosey. Maybe that's what was making it intermittent. Uh, but nope, that wasn't it. And I said, well, for good measure, I'm going to put new new tungsten flipper switches. Even though these are new, I'm going to put some new ones in again for whatever reason. Maybe these are faulty. I don't know put those in there it seemed to work better but then uh all of a sudden it, it the whole thing died again then i wanted to going in the back box taking all the boards out looking at all the reflow points to see those look good 
Then I then I said, okay, I told the customer to hit the flippers because it was totally dead now on the flippers. And I moved some contacts on the main board. All of a sudden, boom, the flippers came back. It's like, aha, this is it. This this contact that powers the flippers, uh, it's, uh, it's a, a 156 connector with about four or five connections on it. I'm just going to rebuild that with brand new trifurcon pins and crimp them and boom, did that. The flippers came back. It's all good. And I didn't need to put the board in there. Um, and I basically, I think for good measure, I say, well, just in case, I'm going to put some brand new coils in this thing too, flipper coils, because it could be maybe a winding is not quite making in there. Maybe it's half broken or something. So that, so, so now he has a brand new connector in there, flipper, flippers. He's got a brand new coils on there. He's got rebuilt flippers that, that the person did before me. And now he's got brand new cabinet flipper switches. And I was flipping, flipping, playing a couple games. It was fine. Um, say so, okay, I think you're all set. Now this was like about a week ago, on a Saturday, driving out of there, and and, and then, I, then I said, you know, the bill for this is you know quite lofty, but you know I know you're having a hard time this and that, and you you know you're not in the best financial shape. So I basically cut off, I gave him like a thirty percent haircut. I basically just charged like sixty percent of what I usually charge, you know everything. So I basically I did like almost like a little pro bono work a little bit because I felt bad for him. So and that was fine. Um, so. He was happy with that. On the way home, about 30 minutes in, phone rings. Hi, it's me again. The flippers are not. It's like you could be kidding me. Oh. No, after all this work. Oh. And now I'm thinking. And I, I was at my wit's end with this game. It's, it's like I, I exhausted all my possibilities. Like what else could it be? I said, listen, I need to do more research on this. I, I, I need to think about it some more. So give me a little time, but I'm not going to forget about you. I'm, I'm going to make this right, but I, I need more time to think about it. I need more. I, I got to step away from the game. So as soon as I got home, a light bulb went off in my head. It's like, I know what it is. I know what it is. And then to... Is this... Before you continue, yeah. is this a common problem with these games? And did you find any information online about it? Uh, it's... It, it probably yeah it probably is a common problem this game because of some because of techs make a mistake. There this is technician technician so what's the induced mistake? technician induced using the wrong part is a mistake. So what's the difference between the part you attempted to use and the part you now replaced it with today? Well, if you got a solid state flipper game, you don't want to put a tungsten contact in a solid state flipper game. You want to use a low voltage. Why? Because a tungsten contact needs a high current to make the circuit complete. That's why when you hit, that's why it struck me when I was thinking about it. When I hit those flipper buttons at first, when I first did this game last week, it, it was kind of intermittent. When I went inside the cabinet and pressed on the flipper button, the, the leaf switch with my finger, it worked great. Every time I pressed hard, it worked great, worked great, worked great. Flipper button, not so great. And the, the springy contact was fine, but I had to press on it harder. And I noticed there was no spark. If you go downstairs and play your power no, play, no. whatever, you're going to see a big blue arc. Oh, yeah. That's all that current from going, because those tungsten so, contacts Is it, is it because tungsten is one of the densest yeah. metals? Therefore, if you don't have high current and amperage, not enough voltage will flow through? Right. That's that's my that's my theory. That's what I think. Now, John Degg probably answer better. Being an electrical engineer, here he is. And I'll tell you about that. I'm just doing that off the top no, of my that's, head. That's and the reason I say it yeah. is because there's a company out there that sells tungsten spheres as like 
you know, a giveaway to like a customer, you'd put your name on it mm. because you'd pick up this small object and it weighs a lot more than you think it will. Yeah. Does that make sense? Makes sense. So yeah. I know it's dense. Right. And current probably does not flow as well. And when you just basically tap it real quick, yeah. there's not enough time there for this for the well, circuit to be complete or it's weak. No well True, but even when I held the flipper in, it wasn't working until I really pressed hard on the other side to really force those two contacts together, really a good contact, right. then it would go. So to overcome, like with a high amperage, it overcomes um, resistance easier with a high amperage. If you have a low voltage, low amperage, like on a solid state flipper, you got more like five volts between, okay. between one and five volts right. with no amperage. Now it's like, it ain't gonna flow. It needs two gold-plated contacts like you have on your Harlem Globetrotters, whatever, they have all the switches in those games for the pop pumpers. Those are all low-voltage um, switches with gold-plated contacts. You never want to fire, you just want to clean them with right. some cleaner. Um, same thing with this game. So this game, so I realized I, I put the wrong switch contacts and the person before me, who's been in the business for a long time, they made the same mistake. And but I put two and two together. I'm thinking about the call. When I looked at the, one of the switches that person took out before they put in the tungsten ones, I noticed one side of the switch they took out was tungsten. The other side was a gold-plated 5-volt switch. It was kind of mixed and match for some reason. Someone actually put it in there and it never quite worked right. So somewhat, this thing has been messed with for a long time and never worked for a long time. That's why I can see the boards are actually pretty good shape because this thing failed early for, for whatever reason sounds like a sinbad system yeah. one game yeah kind of similar <laughs> like that someone yeah so i had to, to find this switch you had to pay some only marco had the switch no one else had it um no no wonder why just, people, i just did an order with them i just did too I, i've been well I'm, you spent a lot more i spent a lot me. more so no one sells a switch for um for this application for for data east flipper switch only marco does and they charge like it's like 18 bucks a switch, you know? I went it. and looked through their catalog and I was looking at switches. The amount of money they've gone up in the last couple of years is incredible. I remember buying switches for like five, six, seven bucks. Now they're 15. Yeah, 18, 20. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't bought anything from Steve Young in a while, but. You know, he's usually who I go to, but I'm guessing prices are up. Yeah, even his stuff, a lot of his stuff is out of stock. Steve Young, I, mean, he, I think he's ready to, I hope he doesn't exit the business too soon, but he might be lowering, you know, getting depleting some stuff. Cause they seem, well, well, we'll come to parts in a minute. Yeah, I want to talk sure, about can. another vendor in a couple minutes. Is there more to this yeah, I mean, so story? Like, so, yeah, so basically, so I ordered these parts, I got them, and I called him and it's like, I'm coming up. And I have good news. I am like 99.9% .9 sure I have the fix for this game. And I actually did a check on myself. I actually went online on Pinside, put the stuff in there too. Someone else had the exact same problem, exact same. Someone put tungsten contacts in there and they had, everybody's trying to say, oh, it's this, it's this, it's this. Someone chimed in and said, no, it should be a low voltage contact. And he took the advice, did it. It's like, that did it. That fixed my game. The low voltage contact, the the little gold plated one. So someone else had the same problem. They fixed this. Like this is definitely it. The same generation game. So I went there today, put it in. Flippers ran like a top, strong. It worked great. Um, and then uh, I was thinking as, as I'm going up there, am I gonna am I gonna charge this guy something? At least for my it's a long ride. At least for gas or something, you know. 
But then I, I took Maureen with writing up there. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to do a freebie. So I, I did a total gratis pro bono work today. I said, that, you know, I, I said, God bless you, dude. You know, it's all free. Don't worry about it. But basically it's like, but in the future, it's like this is out of my service area. You know, so I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of trying to do the handoff here. I'm, I'm kind of done with it. But, you know, you don't owe me anything for today. I just want your game to be running. So. I know you've been working on this game. I have to be honest with you. I can't believe it's been 90 episodes since we did Centaur. Oh, that good. was our okay. That was I, number 10. Wow. Oh, that was that was probably your Centaur. It was downstairs, right? Was it yours? Or one ahead in. You're going to ask me this again. I, I like you, I don't go back and listen to old episodes. Probably should. Um, but I have a centaur story, but I'm going to let you go first because you're still working on it. I am. I've had this game for Well, I think quite, people have heard about it. Like, hey, this is on the list. Yeah. I know I know we do lists, and then we don't come back to them. But I know Dave talked about, hey, these are the games I'm going to try to get on the rotisserie yeah. this year. Right. I know this is one of them. This, I had this on the rotisserie this past summer, and I got a lot of playfield done on it. as a CPR playfield involved in it, and the customers supplied that as well as the game. And... Uh, you know, for isn't this guy from like Jersey or something? Maryland, I think. Oh, down Maryland. Maryland, Maryland. Okay, wow. Yep. Okay, so he brought it up a couple of years ago. You know, he's waiting a while. He's very patient. I got a couple of these customers waiting for like over two years. But some of these customers, they they want a real high end resto. So I kind of, it takes a lot of time. So I got to try to I do some work and I got to shuffle it in and do and get something else done because I have so many people like take my money and get my game done. So I gotta I gotta shuffle games around and move things around and do a little bit here, a little bit there. So now I've got to, it, it's, the field work slowed down a little bit right now, which is, which I'm fine with because I'm about over a year out with, with in-house work and in-shop work anyway. So no, no problem with that. It's a welcome respite to, to do, to get caught up. So I've been spending more time on his game. I actually get the, the a new coin door skin on there, the coin door. So he oh, want, you did one of those? Oh yeah. He wants, he wants this game to be, he wants this game to be. Does somebody sell those? Yeah. They used to. Yeah. Marco does. And now they're hundred bucks a skin. They used to be I bought, under fifty I, bucks. I bought four of them. <laughs> I know. I keep spending. I didn't. See, I didn't. Every see parts order there. is thousands of dollars. I keep spending okay, thousands. Okay, so how far along are you on Centaur? Because I have a Centaur story. Centaur is the bottom of the playfield is totally populated. The cabinet is totally done. Um, new side rails on it. Brand new Weebly uh, power board in the bottom of the game looks gorgeous. Um, coin door is all done and shut. The cabinet is brand new Weebly power board. You know the power board at the bottom the, of the game? Uh, the rectifier. Yeah, rectifier. Yeah, Weebly. Uh, Andrew. He makes, makes one? Yeah. Nice For stuff. how much? Pretty pretty reasonable. I think around 100 bucks. You want me to tell my story because it's perfect? Go ahead. So you got me motivated. You've got this game that you're working on, and I'm going to come clean. All right. I've had a problem with my Centaur for at least seven months. University never said, hey, i got a problem I, with Centaur? I, I, <laughs> no. No. Because that would be too Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I got motivated. The game worked in its entirety except for one thing. No bonus lights at all. 
anything that was switchable illumination, right? That switch the entire The entire game is switch illumination, except for the back box. It's all switch illumination. There's no GI in that playfield. Oh, maybe that's why there were no lights on it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there's no lights on the game. But the game plays, it scores, the sound, everything's working mm-hmm. great. You got a problem with your limp driver. So I some, said, some power problem. nope, nope, mm-hmm. nope. So I sat there and said to myself, you know what, let's start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I said, it's, I don't, it's got the zero insertion uh, connectors. The IDCs. But, but yep. I I don't yank them in and out. I haven't touched them in years. So I said, that can't be it. Game, that's not it. So I said, you know what? Let's break out the meter. Let's see if I'm getting enough power out of the rectifier board. And sure enough. Bad bridge. Bad bridge. Barely like one Mm. where it's supposed to be, what, five and a half to six? Mm Mm-hmm. One. I'm like, okay, easy. Go into George's enormous closet. Yeah. Pull the old rectifier from Xenon. And when we're downstairs, I'll show you that. I'm like, oh, I got to have a better one than this. I had another one. Never repaired. I'm like, okay. I must have had this thing in a game because I wouldn't put it away if it didn't, if it wasn't working properly. Mm -hmm. Swapped it all out, cleaned out the cabinet, did all the crap. Perfect. Yeah. Right on. But that's one part of the story. So I solved that. I was pretty proud. I'm like, okay, good. And I was running out of... I repaired the board that I yanked out of there, or I'm in the process of it. I didn't have any more bridge rectifiers. I'm like, oh. And I used to buy all my stuff from Ed at Great Plains, because he had... Everything. Everything, yeah. And he was usually reasonable. Yeah, very reasonable. But he's no longer. Nope. Mm-mm. So I'm like, oh, okay, what's the number on the bridge rectifier? And I pull it off, and it's a uh, on, what is it? On the Taiwan company. Online, on something. On computer, on something. Whatever. Okay, don't know. Pull it off. See, it's on DigiKey. How much do you think... Have you bought a bridge rectifier recently? No, I bought a whole bunch a couple years ago. Right. Well, that's a, a couple I, I, years ago. I have ago. a nice stock of them. That's a couple years now, ago. Now, let's see. What are they going for? Let's see. I don't know. Eight bucks a bridge? Well, not too bad. Six and a half, give or take. But I also needed, uh, you know, the heat. Oh, yeah. Heat, the heat goop. Yeah. No, the heat. Uh, sink stuff. The heat sink. Yeah. No, the heat sink itself. I had the goop. The yeah. heat, you know, the heat sinks that you put on top of the rectifier and the mounting kits, the little screws you don't, with you the don't, little... You don't need that for your game. That goes underneath in your game. I don't put them in that way. I put them in the other way with Why? heat sinks. Because that's what I do. I looked at all my other games. That's what I've done. I mean, you do your game your way. I do my game. The manufacturer saw fit to put it the I don't other care. Way. <laughs> I, I don't do it that way. Because you've got a big metal heat sink in the bottom. And and I, anyway. Okay. The long and short of it was, the heat sink was only 40 cents. Was it big? Yeah, it fit. It was the right thing. It was the right one. Nice big one. All right. But here's the kick. The little mounting hardware, the little screw with the nut and the lock washer. Mm. Yeah. How much do you think that little ditty cost? A dollar. $2.37. 
Right. So I saved on the one thing. It was more money on the other. And I guess that's what bridge rectifiers. I remember them costing under five bucks. And I yeah. would buy them five or ten yeah. at a clip. Yeah. Right. Not anymore. Hmm. Oh, and then here was the crazy thing. I had to pay a $4 tax. Hmm. Yeah, like some kind of import tax. I'll show it to you downstairs. I have the paperwork downstairs. Did yeah. you? Yeah. There's some kind of tariff on that stuff. Wow. You know, you might have been better off getting a quote from Pinball Life again there. Look, look, I had it. I needed some stuff. They had it all. It was easy. And they're a good company. I just haven't bought stuff like that in a while. And I guess what I'm saying is everything's gone up. So when you start looking at it, right, you were talking about the rectifier. Yeah. I found one that's manufactured in Florida. Forgive me, I don't know the name, but it's out on eBay. Look mm. good. Delivered $81. For a used one. Brand new. Oh, brand new, okay. Hmm. Right. right. I didn't know Andrew made one. Yeah. So that's I like Andrew's stuff. So long and short of it is A, we're talking about buying stuff if you want to repair your own. Yep. B, if you don't want to do that and you want to just buy one, you know what? To fix those, they usually don't even go bad. The weird thing was, no fuses were blown. The thing was, the rectifier was just dead. Typically with those, if I was going to rebuild one of those boards, and I have, you want to replace the the, the uh, light circuit fuses, the 20 amp light circuit fuses, those clips go brown and dingy and basically turn into resistors. You get you got to replace the fuse clips. Yeah, see, but I don't like doing those. Those are the That's the hard thing on those boards. Well, if you got a nice solder sucker like I, I do, ha- no problem. Yeah, right. Well, but you need the I'm tools. The, I don't do it like you do. So the long and short of it is the price points are getting closer. By the time you buy all the stuff to repair one. Must buy a new one. Right. I mean, you can go out and buy a brand new rectifier board. You know, if you want to build your own from Andrew, 35 bucks. If you don't want to, you go to, like you said, Pinball Life for 59 bucks. And you buy theirs, it comes with all connectors and all the hardware. I I bought, mean, I've actually bought that too. I've actually bought um, Pinball Life sells those uh, for the games like for Power Play and those games. Matahari, he sells those power boards um, for like 59 bucks, including all the stuff for it. It's all, you know, so that makes it easy. Um, I didn't know Andrew had them too, but I'd rather, uh, I, I try to spread the money around these days. I buy a little bit from Pinball Life, a little bit from Marco, some Andrew stuff, and uh, Pinball Resource, of course. But uh, I, I know I keep spending enough money with Pinball Life because Pinball Life, every Christmas, they send me a nice gift basket. Yeah, you were it's talking like, about that last, like, last well, year. Well, I guess I'm spending way too much money if I'm getting gift baskets. <laughs> so that's my, that's my Centaur story. Again, you got me motivated, fixed it, easy fix. I showed you the picture, right? The Centaur picture, the playfield picture? Yeah. yeah. See how shiny that was? Yeah, no, it's nice. I spent a lot of time with that buffer. I was yeah, like, I, I was like an old lady in 1883 on the, on the prairie there with a spinning wheel, you know, knitting, knitting something. What's up, Doc? But Star Trek Next Gen. So that problem, that was actually, uh, that was like a, some of these games, instead of like doing my one day day spa, some of them take longer. This is like a three day, three days worth of day spa in this game. But he wanted it to be really nice, so I did. I Wouldn't it be easier it. just to take it back? 
it, they're so heavy and unwieldy, and uh, you got to get okay. caught up. So that's a nah. no. That's a no. Nah. So, some, sometimes I will. Like, actually, I've got a Star Trek Next Gen coming in. There's one that she was uh, she's going to bring it to me because she wants me to go crazy on it. She wants me to. At first, you know, I said, well, you know, Day Spa is going to cost this kind of thing. And she was looking for a couple of things. And, or you could do a full rest. Oh, I think the Day Spa is what I want to do. But, but I'm going to bring it to you. It's like, well, you don't quite understand what I'm trying to say with the concept. The Day Spa means I go to you and do it, not come to me. So she was about to bring it in. It's like, well, snow is coming out. Let's wait a little bit. Let's wait till the snow subsides and then bring it to me. And said, just so you know, you know, I don't know what your budget is, but what are you expecting? To, you know, here's what I can do, and here's a video. I did a beautiful Star Trek next gen that I sold for way too cheap about a couple years ago. Um, and I went crazy on it. Mirror blades, color DMD, and just like the thing was gorgeous, and it's a gorgeous shape anyway to begin with. I said, do you want it like this? He goes, oh, yes, please. It's exactly what I want. And and basically, you know, my my wallet, my wallet is is open, so to speak, you know. Basically, she's willing to pay, you know, appropriately for that kind of level. Where, you know? uh, where was the game? Uh, it's South Shore, coming okay. from South Shore, coming up. So, um, so I'm going to make that game really nice. That's going to be fun. I like the Star Trek Next Gen. It's a fun game to play. But this particular one in Natick I worked on, it had, he had a problem since day one. Again, he he bought it. He bought it from somebody that you know used car salesman ish a little bit, um, and. It never quite worked right. The um, so much so that Star Trek Next Generation has this problem where it, if it doesn't sense, if certain sensors aren't working, certain optos aren't working right, or certain switches aren't working right, Steve Ritchie did something with that game where it pre when you turn the game on from just a setup thing and the, you put the take the balls out, put them back in, it does something where it wants to pre-stage the game. It pre-stages three balls for multi-balls it stages uh so you turn the game on it'll throw a ball up there before you even start a game into one section throw ball another section throw ball another section so that when you get multi-ball you don't have to wait and keep plunging balls the game will just start spitting out balls from these three different areas and you're good to go for multi-ball right away no waiting so that's what steve richie did the problem is is one of those sensors go awry now what happens when you turn the game on it sends the ball out and around it goes down it spits back out, come back around, over and over and over. You never can start a game. It's trying to stage a ball, and it doesn't know where the ball is. It doesn't know that it's in its right in its home. So, um, so I finally figured out what that was. It was a it was a, it was an opto that um, that a receiver opto. Usually, the sender opto is the one that goes bad because the sender opto is like a flashlight. After a while, a flashlight light will go bad. The receiver is just kind of re receiving it like your eyeball receives light. doesn't usually go bad. Usually they last a long time. There's just there's no really working parts like a light bulb hitting it. So at this time, the receiver was kind of going bad because what I did is I took the receiver out and put it against another opto pair, and it still had a problem with it. So it, remember, when I moved the receiver on for a different section of the game, the problem followed the receiver when I moved it around. So, okay, the receiver is definitely bad. So I went out there. Put the opto back in and say, okay, I'm going to turn this game on. It's going to work great because I know it was definitely bad. And what did it do, George? did the same exact thing. Why? It had two problems. Just like this Lethal Weapon 3 had two problems. It had two problems exhibiting the same problem but two different. One was a physical problem. One was electrical problem. I fixed the electrical problem but not the physical problem. The physical problem was some tech prior didn't know that the opto was bad 
So he a little lever that the opto kicks in to make the lever go and flip the ball to the right area under the game to pre-stage it. He adjusted the lever the wrong way. So instead of the ball coming down and opto kicks off and says, okay, a little uh, lever, flip underneath the game and throw the ball over here and stage it. They had it, they undid the set screw and put it in a little bit half inch the wrong way. So what it would do instead, it would it would hit the ball, trap it. Instead of instead of pushing it, it would just like hold on to the ball and push it against the side wall underneath the game. Just hold it there. Then after a certain amount of you know milliseconds, release. And do the, the same thing. Ball will go down, do the same thing. It wouldn't go where it's supposed to go. Just get trapped. Right. Trap, trap, trap. So once it got in there, so how, it never left. And how I figured that now with this game, you put in the up in the server's position, you put the whole play field up. You can't mimic that game behavior because you cannot see that happening because the gravity is not going to work your way. Right. It has to be down in the regular play position. Well, how am I going to see that? So I have a nice new uh, nifty new phone I just got. I'm going to put it on video mode. I put the camera in there facing up at where I think oh, it's going to be. Oh, look at you, Mr. Crafty. There you go. And I, and I recorded it a couple of times. It's like, okay, I'm seeing something. Okay, try again. Move it over a little more. That's now a really I'm good right. idea. And then I, then I was watching it. It's like... Ah, there's the problem. That freaking thing is not adjusted right. And I adjusted it, hit go, everything is happy again with that game. That's all it was. Oh, well, those two things were all it was. But yeah, thank you. That, that phone came in really handy to do a video thing because hard to figure out what's going on unless you see it. And it's hard to see it without videotaping something like that. So there's two for you, George. Two Dr. Dave Fix-It Specials right there. Okay. I don't have a, I don't have a lot. Um, I just gave you a lot. No, no, <laughs> know, you I did know. real good. Um, it's just been like the uh, pinball desert out there. Like I said earlier, not for me. No, no, that's why <laughs> you're on the show. I got plenty of stuff. Yeah, um, a lot of more. Okay, what else? Oh, I heard from a couple of people. Me too. Who did you hear from? Um. I heard from the person, uh, Jake Danzig, the oh. guy who did uh, the Dukes of Hazard game, and he said, Dave would not like my game. I guess the Beast Lair pop bumper yeah. is a negative points if you hit that on the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. You're correct. I don't like that at all. So he chimed in. <laughs> You're right. He basically... With my, with my little bell. I don't remember. Ding, ding, oh, ding. Oh, you didn't bring your bell. Oh, did I bring my bell? Wait a minute. Let's see. Did I bring my bell? Oh. Yep, sorry. No bell this time, guys. Hold on. I'll find a bell. You keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we heard from Scott up in the Rochester area asking us if we were going to go to... Uh, Pimbrew Fest in Ohio next month. Oh, okay. And I said, no, unfortunately, we are not going. I spoke for you as well because we had talked about this. Yes. I don't know if we talked about this in the show, but uh, no, I won't be going this year. Um, our next show or my next show is going to be Allentown. I had quite a few people reach out to us and say, hey, are you going to Texas pinball? Um, show and I said no, not going to TPF either. So, unfortunately, uh, it's Allentown in uh, in May for the next show. Looking forward to it. I'm wondering if uh, 
well, we're talking about it. We probably should give them a shout. Um, you can go out and look at the website. I don't remember the exact dates. I think it's the first weekend in April. Pinbrew Fest in Girard, Ohio. But I did bring something else up. I think I talked to you about this, but not in the podcast. You know who Rob Burke is, right? Yeah. We, oh, yeah. We, we talked yeah, we about him because... He, yeah, because he... The, his, Did we uh, talk about him opening the arcade? In yeah, Colorado? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his tech call emailed me, want to get advice about shopping oh, okay. on games. We did, we did talk. About, yeah. sorry, sorry, folks, I yep. forgot. And he has my beautiful cheetah. I did with the home that's with the, the, with the uh, new all stock playfield clear coated by Bill Davis. Um, he uh, he is opening this summer uh, the arcade called Pastimes Arcade. So. I like. I like. It's, un- I like, it's unfortunate. I would. Probably... I like his logo. I like how he that logo there on yeah, there. He did, I he, like that. It's very nice. nice. Yeah. So pastimesarcade.com is. Where is it located? Uh, somewhere in Girard. I heard it was an old supermarket. Okay. So it's big. It's going to wow. have a couple hundred machines. Wow. It's just too bad. It would have been a lot easier if it was open. Yeah. And we're going to the show. Oh, yeah, then it's a two, two, a two for well, one. Yeah. You know, we got an eight plus. I do an eight plus. Oh, yeah, hour I do ride. too. I got a long ride. So. Um, I don't know if we're going to have Keith on again. Um, if we get to it, we get to it. If not, you know, we'll certainly promote it here. It's a great show. It is a great good, show. Good local show. Um, obviously, it's got beer. Beer and pins go to really um, great. The people were real nice. Dave was not real happy with the, the game selection for the tournament. He thought there should be more classics. Yeah. I don't know if last weekend, did you... Uh, Catch any of the classics that was on last Saturday from uh, I did not. Wisconsin? No, I did not. Oh, that was really good. Okay. What, was, what kind of games? What titles? Do you remember? Name something. Stargazer. Yes. Quicksilver. Yes. Wow. Okay. Oh, no. They had... 8-Ball Deluxe? Uh, Flash Gordon? Flash Gordon. Let's put it this way. It was great. Okay. They really... And they had a regular tournament, too. Six, like million, six million dollar man. I think they did have that. Wow! They had a lot. They had a lot of stuff. I, I like that for attorney game. I don't remember. I, I didn't go out and look. It was. It was really. It was really good. Um, I'll see if I have my notes somewhere. I don't remember. I don't remember who made it to the end. I didn't write it down because I didn't think. Was we were Mr. Stone talk. involved? No, he was not there. Um, He's a ramper. Anyway. No, he was not there. Um, <laughs> no, but he did That's real fair. well. He did real well in the classics. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, hmm. What else do I have? Oh, it was a good, it was a good uh, show. Um, but, uh, recently I'm going to butcher the guy's last name, but on slam tilt podcast, they had, uh, the developer, uh, the programmer for the new, uh, Keith Elwin game, the uh, James Bond game. Yes. And uh, he was talking about all the funny names that they named games. He had worked for Williams, Bali, I think, back 30 years ago. And is Harley Davidson, who makes that game? Stern makes the game. Well, well, which one? I mean, Stern made it, um, well, Sega made it, and then Stern took it over as a handoff, and then Stern did it Well, whoever he worked for... Probably they Sega. used to they used to call the game hardly any fun. <laughs> I thought it was funny. That's not that's good. But then why would you sell that thing? <laughs> well, you should. He, that guy can talk. Uh, what was his name? 
Pacheco, something like that. Whoever, whoever he is, he can talk. I thought you could talk. You, you don't hold even a candle close to him. Okay. That guy had story after story. It was actually a very. It was their two hundredth episode. Mm. He was actually very, very good. Um, there was something else I wanted to share with you. How about how about ten hours of of uh, Chinese torture bell? Let's see this one. That no, is, I already hate it. Shut it off. That is, you know what that is? It says ten hours. Hotel bell for ten hours. Who would do? Who would do that? Why? I guess because you can. But who would do that? Somebody had it. It has seven thousand views, and eighty nine upvotes. <laughs> what is wrong with people? Is, Here's a comment. I've been standing here for ten hours trying to get someone to help me. <laughs> the service here stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, where the heck is what I wanted to sh- share with you? I had never heard this acronym before, and I wanted to ask you if you had heard of it. Uh, I can, here's another comment. I can still hear it, and I turn it down to the volume and pause the video, and I can still hear it. That <laughs> <laughs> tells you it's true torture. i got to use that again, George. This will be good. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. So in the the same vein, uh, in talking about Harley Davidson, I don't know where this came up, but there was an acronym I was not familiar with. Do you know what the acronym FTW means? Um, There should be one fairly obvious. Four. No, that's not the four-letter word I was thinking of. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. For unlawful carnal knowledge. No, no. Okay. No. Well, that's that's the F word. That's where it comes from, you know. F the world is one. F the world. But that's not the first one. Okay. Forever two wheels. Right. Oh, it's a biker thing. I, get I it. said Harley Davidson. That makes sense. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. Right. I get it. But I like this one, the non-biker one. We got to start using this. All right. For the win. Oh, for the win. Yes. Yes. Something for FTW. the win. FTW. So the we're win. playing pinball. FTW. And you're just about to crush your opponent. Right. FTW. Right. Most people will think you're saying F the world, but. Mm. Free the whales. No, no thanks. No. No, I don't care. For those wondering. Hmm. Anyway, you know, you know, I'm coming up short when I'm digging <laughs> for this. Time. I'm really, now, really. You give me crap for my ten-hour hotel I'm belt. I'm really digging deep here. <laughs> okay, did you know this day is? You know, every day has like a theme. Every month has a theme these days. Well, right. Well, except this for, is today. Except for certain today certain is people. today is National Clam Chowder Day. Of course, it is. That's now, right. I'll have to ask you, mm-hmm. I grew up in New Jersey, so I am familiar with both types the of Manhattan clam. The Manhattan and the white one. The white one My the grandmother one. used to make homemade Manhattan, mm-hmm. which I happened to like. Mm-hmm. I never really ate New England clam chowder until I went to school and then finally moved here. Mm. So, I'm guessing... You would call it like my father-in-law did, vegetable soup. Yeah, it's like V8 juice and some clams. (laughs) 
<laughs> some t- potatoes and maybe some onions in there. <laughs> Why did I know you were going to say that? Okay. Get a celery stock in there too? Uh, no. Okay. I, I have something else. This plugs into... We had some listens on this, but not nearly enough. This day in 1964... I was born. No. Muhammad Ali, yeah. then Cassius Clay, mm-hmm. beat Sonny Liston for the heavyweight championship. Hmm. Well, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Let's talk about Disney for a second. Why? <laughs> because they're brilliant. I don't, I don't know about yeah, that. They, they are in this, in this instance. You'll understand why in a second. Okay. So Enlighten me. <laughs> so, you've heard me and our audience has heard me speak of liking Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. The, the pinball machine. Yeah. And I had not until this morning ever seen any... I didn't even really know what Mandalorian was about. I'll be honest. I just happened to like the game, but I didn't know anything about the theme. So what did Disney do last night, Friday night? What? They released on regular TV, you know, okay. Rabbit Ear TV, non-cable, don't need a subscription, the first episode of Mandalorian. So you... Now everybody else is like, yeah, George, we know. But for somebody who's never seen it, it was actually really good. And you know what? They set the hook. Now I want to see the rest. It was actually pretty good. Okay. George Lucas knows he knows how to tell a story. I don't he think it's George Lucas is he doing it? Yeah, What's it's the, it's all about Star Wars. You know what it's about? Do you know what it's about? Yeah, it's about Baby Yoda and trying to bring him back home no. to be Big Yoda. Yeah, that that was the final scene in Episode One. He tries to get him to go to Man, sleep. The Mandalorian yeah. is basically a bounty hunter, right? Like the bounty hunter from the original Star Wars, right? Yeah. And what struck me. Right away was, he started talking, and I'm like, this is like Clint Eastwood. It's... Like a Wild West thing? Just kind of the voice, just the, you know, man a few words, Mm. and then, you know, just ass kicking afterwards. I mean, there was this great, I mean, again, I know probably most people who listen to us are like, yeah, George, we already know the story. But it was good. All right, I'm well, just going to say, now I know what it's about. I'm hooked. I'm not going to buy Disney Plus because I went and looked. They're only showing that episode on public TV. It was because they got a brand, they got a brand new season yep. starting bring, in a week. Bring them in. And I was like, bring oh my in. God, you, whoever came up with this, you're very smart. So they hooked me. I found out something about uh, Yoda. Did you know that it's based on a demon uh from 1000 BC in Egypt, looks the same as Yoda, and a 1300 AD in France. Demon, it's a demon thing. That's Yoda. Anyway, so there. So that trashes all your Disney stuff. <laughs> Have fun with that one. It's on YouTube. The Real Dark Side of Master Yoda. Look that up on YouTube. One of our not very popular episodes called The OG. Yeah, I think I came across someone. Yeah. Okay, well... It was our episode, and I played the Godfather theme, and we talked about, you talked about a story of a game you had, and the person worked 
for Whitey Bulger. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to play that clip again because it's okay. not too long okay. because I thought it was a good story. I think it but is that, that a, it doesn't matter. Okay. Is that a true story? Yeah. True story. Because I listened to it again and I'm like, I'm not sure I believe him. That's I'm a, thinking he's pulling my leg. That's a true story. He said, yeah, how'd you find me? He said, well, uh, someone related to Whitey Bulger knew you. It's like, <laughs> huh? What? What are you, Whitey Bulger? Well, let's explain because I've had to do this with some people around the world. If you're not familiar, Whitey Bulger was a, I'll use the word, gangster from Boston. Uh, he has since left us, but uh, you can Google it, as they say, and uh, look up who Whitey is if you're not familiar with him. Or Duck Duck Go is better. Use that. And the guy who knows Whitey Bulger said, uh, oh, you got to call Dr. Dave. Here's his number. Not even the website. He has my number. It's like, okay. I don't even, I don't even know this guy. So uh, so you're not even familiar with the person that he got the number from? I have from. no idea who it is. Okay, so it got me to thinking about, are you aware that uh, Jersey Jack is going to come out with a Godfather pinball theme? Yeah, I heard, I heard about that. Yep. Okay. I happen to like gangster type stuff. I like Cagney kind of gangster stuff. So, so let's talk about another pinball, the Sopranos. You ever work on one of those? I have. Yeah, a couple of them. Before. You don't see many of those. Nope. Wasn't a very popular game. It is now. People no, I know it is now. Yeah, it but, wasn't back then. But they're not, no. they're not making any more of those. No. Uh. So I got hooked. And I know there's a movie, but forget the movie. The TV show's much better. Do you know who Forrest Whitaker is, the actor? Black actor with the weird yeah, eye. Yeah, weird the weird eye. yeah, weird eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So he's got this... He takes your wits away. Forrest he's got your TV show... Whittaker. Go ahead. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Okay. Where's my belt? There's... <laughs> I happen to be channel surfing, and The Godfather of Harlem came up. Now, there's a movie on that, and I think it's with Denzel Washington. And it was okay. okay. But the show, mm -hmm. if you like gangster movies, you like The Sopranos, you want to hear about the New York mob, yeah. all the families. Is there violence going on? A lot of violence? <laughs> Some hardcore stuff? Oh. Yeah. I got hooked. Okay. I binge-watched like four seasons in like two weeks. I was... And there's like 12 episodes an hour long. I was going crazy. But it got me to thinking about the Godfather game that's going to come out. And everybody's kind of saying, you know, why are they coming out with that? I think it's, I, I don't know how they're going to do it, but I think it's smart. I, because I think there's a lot of people like me that watch a lot of these gangster movies you know, I was thinking about, you know, people have heard me talk about Joe Pecci and living next door to my grandfather. You know, his movies, Goodfellas, Casino. Haven't oh, seen dark, the, I haven't dark, seen. Dark film. Right, right. Not my, not my thing. Typically. Oh, not your thing. I like a little bit of it. It gets too, too visceral. Especially the front, when you put the guy's head in a vice and but so forth. You... His eyes are popping out. Not, not a fan. Oh, they did, they did that too in. Uh, Casino. It, right, but they also did that in The Godfather of Harlem. Wonderful. Yeah, pass. <laughs> pass. No thanks. <laughs> oh, no, they did that. some really... The eyes are the window of the soul. You let that stuff in, it stays in there for a while. Yeah. 
Anyway. But, I, you know, speaking of TV shows, let's, if you're done with your point on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, we're hunting around for a show that's, you know, Hollywood stuff and TV stuff this day, they're always trying to sell you something, sell you an agenda, so many agendas they're trying to sell you. So I don't like to watch much TV, but it's, it's very rare you can find something. I found something that actually was entertaining and good is uh, Yellowstone. So I binge oh, watched that five that seasons. One, yeah. The biker clip, which yeah, is that, great. Right. Then after I do it that one, it's like, what else they got? Well, they also made 1883, which is like, because Yellowstone has seven generations of people who own this ranch. 1883 is when they first started. Then they that's made, the one with Harrison Ford? No, nope, that's 1923. They made three things. They made three oh. different things in this show. 1883, I think, is the best of them. They only made one season of them. It's only made one season. That thing is just like pure Americana. The people going across the country in Canastoga Wagons, I think that's how you probably pronounce it. Calistoga, Canastoga, some of that. Calistoga. Calistoga. Um, all the hardship that they go through, great acting, great action, uh, believable, no agenda being sold, just the way it, when Hollywood, is, what it proves to me is Hollywood can make a great show with writing and acting if they want to. And they did. So much of it is pap and crap. But that was good. Yellowstone's good. 1923, it's good, but it's... It's some agenda stuff going on there, and it's, it's very—it's darker. Nineteen twenty-three is a darker thing to it. I think that was more. another hook one, where they gave the first one yeah. away. Oh yeah, and then it was like, I need to—I need to get. I'm that. like, okay, where's the other episodes? It's like, oh, you got to Paramount like, no. Plus. I'm like, but no. Paramount. Well, here's the deal: Paramount Plus. I did this the other day because I—I can get. Uh, I have a special circumstance where I can get some <laughs> you have things. A special arrangement. A special arrangement where I can get some things. You know what I mean? You know, I, I know a guy kind of deal. But when I want to get the legit stuff and the really good quality, you know, Paramount Plus did something uh, seven days free. And then you can, you know, say cancel if you want to. It's like, great. So when I just hit the seven days free and watched the rest of 1883 and watched the rest of 1923, and then I said, see you later, I don't need the subscription anymore. So we just like binge watched through those. But those are the three. Like, then I'm thinking about the pinball machine thing. That would be a great uh, pinball machine to make is based on those three things. The, well, when uh, was the last time? A Western theme pinball. Long time ago. Made. Well, th this is a hard sell. The guy Taylor Sheridan, who made these shows, he was trying to pitch this show for a long time to Hollywood. Hollywood said, "No, nah, the days of the westerns are done. No one likes westerns. That'll never sell." He guys, the guy said, "Trust me. People want a conservative show with conservative values. They want to have real men being real men. They're sick of the stuff from today's crap they're getting. They want something different. It's time. All right, we'll give it a shot. Now, most popular show ever on TV is Yellowstone." Five seasons of it. People can't get enough of it. They want more of it. Same thing. That's why they made 1883. That's why they made 1923. So you think that that, that would be a great theme. They, and they have three. Yeah, but you just had, whatchamacallit, they just released, uh, we're stupid, we're not thinking, the uh, the, re, the Cactus Canyon. It's, yeah. a, it's a Western well, it, theme. It is, but it's, it's a one-off. It's, it's um, right, I'm just saying. It's a remake of something that really wasn't it with, with Bart or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Are, are they doing the, um, speaking of the Western thing, what about uh, Back to the Future? Are they doing a Back to the Future one? Isn't Everybody. that coming out? I thought they are going to do that one too, again. Everybody keeps saying it, but who knows. I think they should do the, they get the rights for the 1883 and to do the whole tr trilogy of that. There's a lot of characters, a lot of good uh, sound calls in it. Right, but again, work. again, it's got to, I've never seen it. It's got to be one of those things People know about it. No, if, I know. If you ask any of your friends, they'll say, oh, I've seen that show, the Yellowstone. Jazz has watched Yellowstone. I never have. It's funny. I gave uh, John Day 
on the way up to work on this lethal weapon three today. I like to give him a uh, a quiz. Yeah. I guess to see if I can you know stump the chumps kind of thing. It's all in fun, but I want to see because he's again bright guy, trained electrical engineer, knows his stuff. So it's like I want to see if my thought process of troubleshooting is the same as his. And so I gave him all the things. What's wrong with this game? And I said, okay, I, I figured out what this was. I want to see how you do with it. So here's all the stuff. What do you think? He started saying things. I go, yep, yep, you're right. Yep, I tr I did all that. I'm, I did the same thing you were gonna you were thinking. Then he would go there and there. You know, yep, yep, nope. I said, then I gave him some hints. I said, solid state game, tungsten contacts that I replaced again didn't work. I pressed on him. And he, I'm surprised he still, he still didn't get it. And I said, solid state game, you know. It's, it's, then I, then I, 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 then, then I, then I pulled, and then I pulled back the whole curtain. And but I, look what you said with with uh, the feature lights on my game. The first thing you went to was connectors. I'm like, oh, no, no, I think it's, I think it's back in the train even more. I don't think it's even at that point. Well, yeah. Well, you had no lights at all. That's, right. That's why I said, and I was thinking that too because I, well, I said connector because a power connector because I said. That game is all feature lights, the whole thing. And that's why this customer... Well, I went and looked at the circuit. I'm like, wait a second. Okay, here's all the... Here's all the... What do they call it? IRs? IRs. No, what do they call them? The, the, not the feature lights. They have another name for GI. it. GI. GI? No, the other word. Not GI, the other... You got feature lights, um, fuses, um, sounds like... Switched illumination. Okay, GI. That's well. That's GI. It's feature lights. Those are, okay, switch. switch. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, SI. GI. They're on all the time. Switch yeah. illumination yeah. means they come on and off. Right. Feature because lights. of right. yeah, they're controlled. Right. Yeah. They call it switch loop. So I yeah. go and look. Yeah. And I'm like, what's a common point? Okay, yeah. this goes. Oh, oh, it goes right to that rectifier. It's got to be that. Let's start there. Nice. But but fine. but I looked at the fuse. I'm like. Usually when those go bad, it blows up the bridge. Usually a, a bridge usually shorts. Right. This didn't short. It, it just it, they shit go open the bed. Too, it but just shit the bed. Yeah, it shit the bed. They, they do go open. But so I'm like, that's it. I pulled it out. I put the new one in. Off we went to the races. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah, we could do uh, we could do Matahari. Um, I mean, it's not much to it. I mean, I don't have any other ideas unless you want to just rest on this. I, I don't know. Well, we could uh, we could do a little Matahari. We could and uh, maybe add that to this or or not. But uh, if we're not going to add it, we're leaving a tease to people right now where we're going to do it. <laughs> so we're going to always cut it. Um, I don't know. Matahari is a good meat potato. Oh, actually, speaking of Matahari, though, I have a customer who has a mint one he wants to sell. So they don't go for a lot of money. Yeah. I know, but he wants to get big money for it too, and I don't know how to. They don't. How much is big money? Over five k. Not even close. No, really, even for an, even for a CPR playfield and everything done to it. Doesn't bring big money. Wow, what do they bring typically? For like a restored one. Twenty five hundred. That's it, 3, really. 000. It's not. Oh boy. They made sixteen thousand of them. Look at the, I bought mine for four hundred. No, three hundred dollars. I think near near me, right? In Worcester. Yeah, yeah, years ago. Right. Yep. I mean, it's just I bought one for Jim Shanley down in the Cape, and his was in good shape out of Framingham. I think I bought it somewhere by you. Um, I figured everyone got mine. Four, his was four hundred dollars on eBay. Wow. And I put another maybe uh, I don't know one hundred and fifty. Yeah. You know, it needed a lot of 
parts. I got a couple of seafarer playthroughs for that too. Right, but again, fifteen. You know, my game, fifteen hundred, two thousand. If you, if you can find somebody, it's not a. It's a great game, but a lot of people. I don't think people pay up for it. It's not a deep game. It's a. It's. It's a meat. Are, I call it a meat and potatoes. No, game. it's. A, I love playing mine. Yeah, but I'm just saying I don't think it gets as much and, love as and, people. And that game needs to be tuned just right because some Malahars I play, you can go the A B lane over and over and over again. Yeah, like mine you have to really crank it to yeah. do that. So you, what, you might get two around if you're lucky. Two or three, you can do it. Um, it just you got to really hit the you got to hit the ramp the right way to get it high. If it doesn't have enough, if it doesn't have enough oomph. When it comes up and around, yeah, it'll it'll go through the center to go across rather than high because it's not gonna there's it's still gonna it's fall. It's gonna fall, off. right? So right. you have to have it go. So high, if you right. don't if you don't get it up and around the yeah. arc, it's never gonna make it over. If it's only if you hit it and it goes up the middle, it's just gonna come around and then hit and then it bangs against the rubber right. and it falls in. It mine works. It work. It, it does work, but I've tried you got to. And I started watching it because of what you said. Yeah. And I'm like, it's where you hit the ball. It's got nothing to do with the flipper strength or anything else. It's got to ride up that that arc. What about the angle all that the, way. the angle that arc coming out? You can adjust that metal uh, ent- exit point and entry point. And right. You can adjust those too to kind of. Right, but then. Know. But then you don't want the flipper hop. You don't, you know. Once you start playing with one thing, it takes. Well, that's away I'm saying the entrance up top. I'm saying the top when it, right. when it comes out of that A lane out into the center of the yeah, playfield. Yeah, I guess over. you could open it up, but yeah, it's I, I mess with that to try to get it right. It's just so much fine tuning to get yeah. that game. Uh, it's frustrating. Same thing with uh, with stupid Flight 2000. I love the game, and when I played that Flight 2000, there was a good one for sale on that recently. I saw it was like I saw that it was like all like home use only, or whatever. It was pretty cheap money too. I, I mean, I, I, I didn't see the pictures, but I, I read about it. I forget where it was. It wasn't close. Wherever it was, it was... Someone found something in someone's basement. It's gorgeous It shit. was really... What kind of money did they want for it? Two? Three? Yeah, it was... I don't even know if it was 2000 bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. That's good for a flight 2000. Nice shape flight 2000. I mean, I saw one for 2800 bucks. I've seen one for over 5000 bucks recently. It depends. You know, it's like anything. You know, how fast, how fast do you want to move it? If you want to move it, you price it right, it's gone. Right. I don't think that one lasted. That might have been in Seattle. Wherever it was, it wasn't nearby. I'm like, nah, it's really too bad. If it was nearby, it would. I would have bought it. If anybody, Speaking of buying games, anybody out there looking for a project game, I have a project Pinbot, a project high speed. Are you still recording? Yes. Oh, I didn't even know you oh, were yeah. recording. Yeah, a project Pinbot, project high speed, and a project... X's and O's or oh oh no sorry OXO Williams game the older one. EM the EM not the new yeah, one yeah OXO with the ca- not the caveman not not the caveman not that one no 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 this is OXO the Williams one so I get that's what I get so you said nose loose you don't want yeah because I, I don't uh, I have so much other stuff there I, I can kind of set those loose and and get the quick nickel versus the slow dime for them okay so. Those are out there in case anybody wants a project to work on. I get some for the right price. There you go. Just contact uh, me at dave at 
pinballdoctor.com. That's pinballdoctor.com, all spelled out. What do you want to do? Let's have a beer and play some pinball. Okay. <laughs> what do you think, audience? They're, they're, they're yelling yes. Oh. Please do. So we're not going to record? Or we're going to record? We can record. What do you, you want to? Do you just want to just play and not record? That doesn't matter to me. I don't care. You don't have to record a whole bunch. We record a little bit. I don't know. I have it on five ball. I know people oh. are probably like, oh boy. why? He's got five ball and he's got an extra ball for every 10,000 points. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I don't have that bad. But I don't have it that bad. But um, It can go on and on Yeah, I, You know, maybe we just end it here. But let, okay. let, let me say the following. We could have a beer now. But Grant, technically, you're right. But I went. 28 days up until today not having a beer or any alcohol. Sweet. Good job, so nice. today's the 25th, but I stopped. I had a couple beers with you mm-hmm. when we recorded. Yep. Had a couple beers on that Saturday with my buddy Jim. And that was the last time. So the 28th of... 28th? Is that the right day? Whatever that Saturday yeah. was. Last Saturday of January is the last time I had a beer. So I'll have my first beer today with you. Awesome. But it's not the 28th. I didn't make it all the way to the 28th. But you know what? You're close enough. You're going to break the seal. That's what Jana said. And you know what? We break the rules anyway. So here here's another rule. Another rule breaker. breaker. You know, and here's something. Now, we were just talking about Yellowstone, right? Well, I opened up my Google, and what's on there? Yellowstone. That thing was listening. listening. Of course it was. Of course it was. Yeah, listening. Bastards. I got a... You darn you phone. I don't know. These are a blessing and a curse, these stupid phones. I don't know. Bring back at Do you have any thoughts on... uh, On the whole balloon thing that went on? I do. I I got some thoughts. I know know there was... I got some thoughts. Did you know that there was another sighting? Of balloons? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, not the ones that were in the news. Right. This one's real recent. Okay. It was flying over Los Angeles. Yeah. Did you hear about this? No. Big, big balloon. Okay. And it was singing. Oh, that's sweet. What was it singing? Rihanna? Umbrella or something? No. Or Lizzo? (laughs) (laughs) I knew you would get it. Because that makes sense. Liz has a big balloon. She's singing. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> now, I did not set him up for that. He did that all on his own. He set the table and I sat down and ate. That's I knew it. you'd get it. I like that, George. That's good. I, I don't think you need to tell me anything else. I think we'll just leave it at leave that. Leave it at that? Okay. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I will. Here's something. You remember that... that uh, it's kind of weird that... 99 love balloons fly by that, that song. It's kind of weird that now... Are you now, stealing? Why a, do you do this to me? I'm stealing your thunder? You know about that? Oh, you might be stealing the outro song today. Oh, all right. Well, okay. I have some others. All right. I could do the German version. Yeah, that one there? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I learned all my German from watching Hogan's Heroes. I feel like if I ever come into enemy territory, I thought you were going to say by what by playing Matahari. No, no, my honor be true. That's what the little thing says in German there on her little knife. My honor be true or something. Right, something like that. No, all you need to do if you want to like if you're under behind enemy lines in Germany in World War Two, just go speak with a German accent. No problem, they'll pass you right through. I learned it from Hogan's Heroes. Speak with a German accent. I am Colonel mm-hmm. Hogan Meyer. This is my friend Fritz Meyer. Okay, somehow that passed. Uh, <laughs> must really dumb officers, but they got through it. Good for them. I thought it was a funny show. Oh, it was a great show. I still like watching that show. We put, put it on, go to sleep at night with that show. You know, who knew? Okay, beer time. Beer time. Beer steins. What do you want? You don't want what you brought me. No, that's, uh, why don't you buy a prize? yours to keep, George. <laughs> well, I, you have the choice of a big hoppy. Big hoppy is always a good one. I only have one of those. Okay. Um, something I've never tried. Castle Island Fiver, whatever that is. Mm. Um, I think it probably says Fiver. Like, like, give me a Fiver. Oh, Fiver. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? You said Fiver. Eh. Like... Potato, potato. Um, and then we got some Equilibrium beers, and then we got something from uh, Kettlehead. Uh, Dream State. I think we might have had one of these at one point in time. Double IPA. So... That's what your choices are. You want to split a kettlehead? Yeah, we can have this. Yeah, let's split that one. Let's try that. Let's try that for starters. You can have that. You want to pop the top and do the honor since you're uh, you're breaking the yeah, seal you here? Can, you can do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Three, two, one. Roll them. Ah, there we go. Okay. Here you go. Fancy glass. I get the weird looking glass. It's a good time. Oh no, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah, you know what you said, right? Yeah. Which one? The crab cake thing? No, 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 no. <laughs> the song you were just saying. Yeah. yeah. And you said in the Low last show. Yeah, that's not what you said. What'd I say? Michelob Light. Oh, what's Low and Brow? I just realized we get the two, <laughs> right, two dots re- over I here. realized it afterwards. All these, everybody's going, It's you. Low and Brow, you dopes. <laughs> Hey, you have a couple of beers and try to remember. It's a quiz. We oh, knew it all along. So let's talk about our friend Grant. All right. So Grant, Grant, Grant we're talking so about Grant, you, Grant. So Grant went to Darwin, Australia. Mm, yes. And I went and looked at Darwin, Australia. Lots of birds there. It, and I think turtles. It's, I think there's a lot of wildlife. And turtles. But there were two things. No, there was more than two things. Okay. First thing is... Did you go see them feed the crocodile? They don't have alligators there. They got crocodiles, right? I'm not sure what the difference is, though, between those two. Well, whatever. Whatever they are. There is a difference. Anyway, whatever the big thing with chomping teeth. Yeah. The evil thing. Yeah. They go, they take people out to wherever these things hang out. Give them a chicken, right? They put it on a stick. A chicken? yeah, a stick with a with a Ugh. with a with a Uh-oh. string or oh, a rope, boy. and hang it over the boat, and the <laughs> crocodile goes completely out of the water. These eight and ten foot crocodiles wow. to grab the chicken or whatever's on the end of the thing, and then grab the people. For so dessert. that looked really cool. So that had me right away. I'm like, okay, you gonna but do then, that sometime? You gonna do that, George? 
Here I, would, trip. I don't. I think I could go there for like a couple months. There's so much fun <laughs> stuff to do there. Oh boy. So this was the other cool. Like thing. Danger Island. So, so they have something they call a mud crab. So I'm looking at this mud crab and I'm like, damn, if that thing doesn't look like a Marilyn or a Jersey Blue Claw, call me a freaking liar. But those things. You don't have crabs up here. Mm, we do, but they're kind of reddish. They're not the blue things. So they're more of a red but crab. They're not the Jersey blue claws. Are they, they kind of big? Are they big Jersey blue claws? Yeah, well, you can't take they them unless they're sick. They can be when they're molting. But anyway, so they so they had that. Yeah. That was cool. Here was the really cool thing. It was expensive, but man, it looks so cool. Helicopter bar hopping. Hmm. They take you. I mean, to, okay, go on. So, so they pick you up on a beach. They fly you to some remote bar somewhere where you can't get there. I, I like it. I like it. Sounds good. Bro, I, that's what I said. Yeah. I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Beyond that, I mean, I saw some nice pictures, but those were the th- three things I saw. That would keep me occupied yeah, for a while. Yeah, sure. Especially if we go to the bar and they had the alligators with the stick and the thing, <laughs> and the, that was the entertainment. Can you be drunk and kind of feed the alligators? I don't know if it's going to go too well. If they want to call you stumpy, I guess. <laughs> wow. Why does that man have no appendage from the elbow down? Well, he was the crocodile feeder up until recently. Yeah, but recently. Now he has to retire, unfortunately. Oh, well. So, crocodile. I, couldn't, I couldn't not forget Grant. I had to go look. I'm like, Dundee. Darwin. I'm thinking, right, wasn't Darwin? It's snowing out. Yeah, I'll have to get a little bit of that. and then it's. Uh, wasn't Darwin, on. like Charles Darwin, wasn't he like the guy who cataloged all the different Yep. Animals that's on the guy. That's the island. Galap- that's named from him, Galapagos Island. It's named by him, I think. That's that's the guy. Right, but this is Darwin, Australia. It's nowhere near the Galapagos Islands. But he must have visited there and I don't know. Wrote his book. I don't know. Again, everybody in Australia is laughing at us. Everybody in the United States just turned us tuned us out and everybody else is just scratching their head. Maybe it is one hundred. We can call this the one hundred, just because uh it's we it's, can. We, could. we want to get rid of it and be done yeah, with it. Yeah, be done with it, right. We can call it the 100. We'll see. Yeah, but everybody has such high... Why do... Well, you, you, put why it, do people... you put pressure on yourself, I think. Who put, who's putting the pressure on it for the 100? Who, I think the last episode we did that was really the kicked ass, that three-hour one, that thing got such high reviews, and that that should be our 100, even though it's 99. Maybe it is one. So what, what do you want me to do? Rename it and put that 100 and then the one we released yeah. today, make it 99? Yeah, you should. And screw everybody Yeah, up? you should do that. Then, that, But people will miss this one. They're going to try to go the latest <laughs> one and be 100, won't it? Or no? We'll, we'll go out of order. I don't know how it would list it like that. Right. I don't really care. At this point, you know what? I just want to move on. Right. But we're so. breaking again the rule. We could go downstairs and we could play Matahari. We probably should record it, but I don't really feel like recording it. Oh, we don't it have to record it then. Because the game is so simple... There really isn't much to the game. So what are we going to talk about? Okay, Jim Patler did the game. Great. Dave Christensen did the art. Great. Okay, we know that. Okay. You've also heard a million times that we put the blinking bulb and the boob on the back glass. Everybody gets a laugh. Well, what, well what about the snake thing I did? I put okay, it behind well, snakes. you did that on yours, but yeah, that's a, that's a great ad. Okay, great. Okay, so it's got four, four pop bumpers. It's got a... Uh, Three or four chimes. I think they have four chimes, right? Yeah, four chimes. It's got the hole up top. 
saucer. The yep. saucer, right? Yep. It's got the two uh, two lanes, A B lanes. Yep. Great. Special software I have in mind that you don't have in your game, though. What do you got? Uh, you get you get the drop targets down the first time on the ball, ball one or whatever. You get fifty thousand points. Right. You drop That's just the, like the regular drop game. Drop the second time, you get a hundred thousand points. Because I turned the specials into fifty thousand points. I, I like just, getting the extra ball. You will get the extra ball. Well, for special, no. First time down on my game yeah. is fifty thousand points. Right. Second time down is a free ball. Oh, you, you turn your game into all extra balls for everything. That's well, why. Well, it's high score. We've had this discussion. We have to go through this again. But that's okay. I'm saying what Bally did back in this time frame, which is probably explained. I mean, I have before. mine on five balls. Okay. Why? Because I can. Right. Okay. It's my game. You know, I'm not. I'm not but holding the tournament. What George is saying is his games are handy capable. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> okay, look, we're gonna end. We're gonna end this. You don't have to do this, but I'm gonna ask you the question yes, anyway. So, I'm not gonna go to Mike's dinner party. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that is in two weeks. Yes, you are going. Mm-hmm. And he's got another new game that he didn't have the last time we were at his house. Right. The Galaxy. Correct. That John did. Yes. John Day. Now, I'm guessing he put the Arduino in that thing. Are you going to talk to John about that? Yeah, we can do that. I can do a little something with him and that. Sure. I mean, we keep teasing this. John. John wants us over. So, John's any any time. maybe, Maybe that's the next show. Unless you got something between John and me talking tech, we, neither of us will shut up. We'll go for four hours. That's that's <laughs> fine. I'd rather have you carry it because, like I said, we're in the dead of winter, desert time here in Pinball Land. You've heard me. I'm struggling today to come up with things to talk. I'm talking about woodpeckers. I'm talking about flying balloons over you know over Los Angeles. I mean, come on. Because when I gave him that... I'm, di- I'm digging deep, and it's... When I gave him that quiz probably today... Probably should have had a couple more of these before we started. It might have been a better show. <laughs> Wait, yeah, we, we did fine. When I gave him that quiz today, over and over, you know, I kept like giving him hints and hints. When I finally pulled back the curtain and told him what it was, low-voltage Fliptronic needs low-voltage contacts, he said, oh, that's a good one. Thanks for sharing. So... I mean, it, like a light bulb went off in his head too because when I just said that what it was. Because a lot of these games, they don't use these low voltage contacts for a, a, a flipper button. They use, they use, they use the high, the high um, tungsten contact, high amperage ones, or they use an opto. And you can't find this, these flipper switches. Only Marco sells them. No one else has them. You can't get them at Pinball Life. can't get them at um, Pinball Resource. I just bought from Marco Lane Guides. With the Bali insignia on them, those are a Steve Young product. I thought Steve Young just has those. No, maybe not. Well, go ahead. All right. I, I bought them because they had them. And what red or yellow mm-hmm. or white? Red or? red ones. I wanted the white ones yeah. as an extra set for yeah. hot dogging. Yeah. Order them. Call me back or send me a text. Yeah. We don't have them. I'm like oh, but also oh, that's cool. Here. I also on too. also on Centaur. I'm looking at the game. You know, we talked yeah. about this earlier, and all my lane guides yeah. are all chewed up. Now, those are clear red. They're clear. They call them translucent. Yeah, yeah. Red. Yeah. Right. They're a little foggy, but right. They sell the duels. 
Yep. You know, yeah. But they don't sell singles. So I went through right, but I went through Georgie's amazing boxes of stuff. I have like five of them. I'm like, wow, where the hell did I buy these? Because they don't sell them anymore. So I must have bought them when I saw them at one point in time and just stowed them away. So, you know, I tend to do that with a lot of stuff. Just like stored away for a, a well, later day. I look at it this way. When it comes time to sell the game, you can put a goodie bag together and say, hey, you want a goodie bag with all the crap that if it breaks, you got it? You don't have to go hunt for it? Here. If not, I'm going to sell it online because somebody will buy this because it's got all kinds of stuff in it that you can't buy anymore. So, that's why, notice how nice and shiny this is. I'm throwing the centaur picture right now, the one I'm doing. Yeah, it looks See, real look, nice. Those have been buffed. I buffed yeah, every one like, of those metal things to a shiny metal, beautiful mirror finish. This guy wanted me to go crazy in this game. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm making this. He said, I want, this game, really to be, nice. I want this game to be your showpiece game. I want it to be your creme de la creme. So, speaking about pressure about the 100th episode, there was pressure to get this game done. I got pressure to make this game super nice. So, that's why, that's why I'm spending so much time on it, to get it really sweet. So, it's going to come out great. And I can't wait to play test it. And I'm going to keep it for a little while to play test as well. So, we'll come up for that. Maybe we can actually do, we can do Centaur Part 2. It's been a while since Center. We, do we did the part two for... Stargazer. Right. How'd that work? How'd that go? Meh. Numbers are just okay? Meh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we could do it as part of another game. And I mean, we did all adventure. these... It's going to be four years in June. Four years? We started this podcast in 2019. No. Yeah. Oh, man, you think yeah, you're right. Don't, yeah, June. June of 19. Our first episode was just before um, Pintastic. Oh, let's talk about that for a quick minute. Yeah. Any news with Pintastic? Anything? Not really. I was actually trying to get a prior hotel room out of them, and I have not heard back. So okay. I'm not sure where that is. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what they're going to do, but I was, I don't know, looking for something. Right, we'll see. Maybe, okay. maybe they'll hear this and maybe they'll reach out to me. I also was trying to find out about maybe doing some kind of little classic tournament thing. Um, I was trying to throw that out there to some people, but I've not heard back from them either. So I don't know. And I, I, I get to still think about if I'm going to do that or not. But uh, that's something that's there's a little teaser there. A little teaser. Yeah. I'm not sure it's going to work out or not. Maybe it will. I don't know. Mm. There's a lot of moving parts in that, yeah. and, and it needs some expertise thrown in instead of just. Um, mm. I, I'm giving it a less than fifty percent chance. Yeah, I think so too. It's and a lot. It's a lot of freaking work. Of work. And, yeah, and it's not. If it's not there, it's not going to work. I am thinking of bringing a game this time, though. I was I, thinking to bring one too. To Allentown. Oh no no. No to Allentown. That's I, too far. I'm thinking of bringing because. I'd like to, you know, I'd like to get in early, like on a Thursday, and get in free as a bonus too, um, and bring a game for the tournament they have there. Because Levi, Crazy Levi runs a tournament, and I can bring an old school game, a nice one. I'm thinking of bringing like a pinball pool. And you I you talked to him about it? Not yet. Not oh, yet. so he's going to hear about this through the grapevine. Yeah, he's going hear about it. But since this, <laughs> since this pinball pool, it's, it's in awesome shape, and I don't mind putting it out there because I have a playfield protector on it, so it'll be fine. It's in, in gorgeous playing shape. 
Um, but I'd like to have it in a tournament versus putting out on the free play floor because any Tom, Dick, and Harry and little snot-nosed kid kind of hit it. I don't know. I just... With, certain, with my games that are restored and so forth, I just want it more I was thinking of bringing the game to, to uh, Pintastic. For free play or for the tournament or what? Yeah, free play. Yeah. I don't think Jim Swain would want an outside game in his tournament. I don't know. I think he, no. has, I think he likes controlling I think he likes controlling that, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm still pondering the booth thing. That's what Dave and Jerry are doing in Allentown. They've got a booth this time. Right, but I'm saying... For but, you're, but the problem with the booth is you're tied to the booth. No, not... How? Well, then how do you leave the booth? You, all your stuff says someone can swipe it. Put a cover over it? Bring a two-wheeler, wheel it back to the room, and shut down, and open up again when you feel like it. I was thinking it would be good if they would allow us to have a couple games. Hmm. Then we could have... We have a little, our own little tournament. Our own little, our own little yeah, party. see, you know, that's something. Well, you, you don't even have to have high score. You could have... Do whatever. You have to hit down the target bank four times or, you know, whatever the right. game is. Come up with something alternative. That could be fun. I wonder... You know what you could even do? You could even do... Uh, how, about, how about this? You could do a high score tournament. You you put your money that you put fifty cents in the game or whatever it is, like quarter up or whatever it is. Winner takes all. For winner takes all. Yeah, but then you get into the gambling thing and it's not gambling. It's a game of skill. Roger Sharp proved that in the video. That movie's coming up, by the way, or maybe it's out it's already. It's already out. It's already okay. Well, I just saw a preview a thing on it. Roger Sharp did not want to play himself, and I don't know why. He had someone else play him. He said, "Oh, I like that guy to play me." Did that guy have a really nice mustache? Yeah, the same kind of dumb mustache. So, <laughs> it's not 1883, Roger. Okay, it reminds me of. Didn't, didn't Mark Spitz have that kind of? You know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, Mark Spitz. Did yeah. he have that kind of yeah. mustache? Sort of. It's like a porno mustache. Yeah, Maybe I'm thinking more. No, Dirk, that's a little more Dirk, like Diggler. Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. No, that's a little different. This guy is like from uh, t- from uh, Tombstone. Is that Mark? Is that Mark Wahlberg? Yes, it is. We just started drinking. Yeah, I, I'm well aware of that. This is where the show always goes gets off good. the rails. This is where the show always gets good. This is what goes off the rails more than a train in Ohio. Hold on, bang! How about that, Bazinga? See that? So you've gone too far I, now. I, I, no, I don't even. Want, I don't even want to go down that road because I'm going to say something that'll piss some people or, off. Or down that rail. No. You can't go there. Uh, I, you got to cut that one. I, <laughs> no, I'm not going there. It's too soon. It's too soon, folks. But you know the edgy people. It's like not that. too soon. It's three weeks already. That's true. But we're going to milk this thing as long as we can. They will. It's fear. They're going to milk the fear as long as they can. I'll just say this. Practice what you preach. Brandon? I'm not putting any names. All I'm saying is, if you believe in the environment, Mm. walk the walk and talk the talk. Don't turn a blind eye. That's all I'm saying. Are you saying some people are hypocritical, George? Are you trying to say? Uh, That would be a very Mm. mild statement. I heard he's a nice man. That's what I keep hearing. 
Okay. <laughs> and he does not have mean tweets. Okay. So that's you, good. Now you went there. Now I was going to say it, but now I am. Damn it. Okay. So I pulled this. So you've heard. And I don't like dissing on our president. Okay, but I'm going to say the following. What president is that? President just, of just what? Just listen for a minute <laughs> okay, and go shut ahead. up, go ahead, George. Okay. Give it to me. So what do you got? So. Didn't he have like the famous line of the po- the pony soldier, right? Yeah, you dog faced pony soldier. Okay, okay. Yeah. well he's got a new one. Oh, he does. Oh yeah. Oh good. I like his new material. Awesome. He's got. An... Can't wait to hear it. Okay, so he's the best. Have you ever heard of a one horse pony? Uh, with macaroni in the hair. <laughs> wait, wait, ma- wait, wait. No, not really. One horse. What a is one- the phrase? Wait, a one horse pony. No, 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 no. no, no. I messed you up. Yeah, you did. It's a one trick. One trick pony. Yeah, not a one horse pony. Oh, no, pony. not according to According to president. him, it's different? Well, maybe this is new speak. Let's see. It's a one horse pony. Let's see what he says here. Let me see. Maybe I'm thinking wrong the whole time. Maybe it's not one trick pony. Maybe it's something Come else. On, you stupid. Put that in place. Let's see. Thank you so much. Thank you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you. It's actually Mother's Day. Oh boy. Yeah, we got away from the setup. God love you, man. You, you're a one horse pony. You're a one horse pony. Let's see, a one horse pony. Does a horse ride a pony or a pony rides just, a horse? Just think about that for it's a, a second. One, you're a one horse pony. Wow. I don't even understand it. I don't think even he understands it. You know what? Maybe he needs a nap. Maybe that's why. So the pony has a horse? Pony has a horse. Yeah, it's, it makes total sense. Again, if this is our 100. I think it should be a my favorite, my favorite, my favorite line was the Kamala Harris line that we used. But there's so many. The plane, the plane, the plane. Sorry, that's still funny. But she was into this week. Do you know what she? This week she was into Venn diagrams. I think I saw that. That was that was good. She, she gets excited she about things. Very helpful. She's excited about school buses. She's very excited about school buses too. I saw that. Venn diagram. You know what? You know what? Actually, she is. When's she going to get excited about the border? And we I thought, can't use any of this. <laughs> yeah, you can. I can't. Oh, be brave, George. No. Be cutting edge. No. You can do it. People are expecting this from no, us. No, they're not. They know we're a conservative show. No, they, they don't. They, they know by now. It's four no, years they don't. running. They accused yeah. me of being on the fence. Yeah. Please. <laughs> They did. <laughs> you just you just hide it better. I kind of wear it on my sleeve more, even though I drop breadcrumbs all the time. Okay, we're done with this. We're done. We're done with the breadcrumbs. We're feeding the birds. This has been fun. Oh. <laughs> I tried this about twenty minutes ago and it right. didn't work. This has been whatever number podcast, the classic pinball podcast. My name is George. His name is Dave. Hopefully, we'll do this again soon. Unless they take us off the I'm air. going away again. Don't go, don't go, George. Where are you going? i got to go watch the dog. You're always watching the dog. Well. And you don't even like dogs. Then now I have to go to Virginia <laughs> to watch the damn freaking dog. You don't dog. even like dogs. That's the funny part. No, I like him. <laughs> no, you didn't like him at first. You said, I don't like dogs. You said, you know. But oh, now, I don't like owning a dog. But now and now it's like owning a dog and I don't own a your dog. Your son keeps saying, here, take care of this. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's a little busy. <laughs> Take care of this dog. Take care of this dog while I watch another dog. Come to Virginia and take care of the dog for a week. But I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to a really cool bar 
slash pinball hall. So that sounds good. Well, we talked about it in the last show, Ocelot. So I, I need to go. And, I, and I'm going to put it out there again, folks. If you live in Virginia and you <laughs> want to get together, have them over. Yeah, you could have me over. We could meet at Ocelot. We could do almost anything. But I don't know anybody down there. So I'm hoping there's more than just this place to go play pinball. And I would think there's a little more of a conservative bent down there, George, than up in Northeast. No? Really? Bible Belt? I think there's a little more of that. Not so much? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what it is. Hmm. Okay. I'm still discovering. My name is Dave. Dr. Dave. And, uh... This is the Classic Pinball Podcast. Thank you for listening. The Classic Pinball Podcast, numeral one at gmail.com. Be bold. Be brave. Be brave. And email me because you are a... I can't even say that. George, be nice to people. (laughs) Be nice. Bad George. Be nice. (laughs) Down. Down, boy. (laughs) They're just afraid. Well, maybe they think he doesn't bite. He doesn't bite. So unless you know, unless he's in a bad mood, then he might. But the only people that email me are the people who have emailed me in the past, and we've already made fun of them. So maybe our audience and some of them like it, and some of them don't. Maybe our audience is so old they don't know how to email George. Maybe they like to write letters. (laughs) We do skew old, not that old. Maybe they're all luddites, George. Oh, well. Anyway, this is a great uh, episode. Yeah. Oh, sure it is. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm going to be cutting like most of it out. We're slashing and dashing. Okay, we're All done. Right. We're, we're having done. another beer. We're done. Cut. Shape carries man and dog and flies. May not know either, but there it is. <laughs> it is balloon. Who do you call when you want your pinball machine restored? Joker's not only stupid, he's a moron besides. I heard that. Thanks for the compliment. (laughs) That was a good job. Yeah. This is a crappy job. It's crappy and it's boring.
Hasta la vista, baby.